Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Now back to 95.7 The Game. Well, we don't want to do it, but we may have to. Kevin Michael, Whitey Gleason. We don't want to do it. Chuck we Walter. don't have to yeah. do it, but we're going to do it anyway. I, I think we may have to. Yeah, That's I a think, thing. I think it's a must. I think we may have to. Okay, the NFL preseason. You got one more preseason game to go for the 49ers. We just had the NBA schedule release. Some interesting nuggets there. How about baseball? Here it is freaking August. Around here, Chuck, your opinion. Is it still baseball season or has the baseball season essentially ended? It, it feels like it's it, it came to an end last night. Yes, and that's why we have to have a little service here, a little funeral for the 2022 San Francisco Giants. Gives us no pleasure to do this, right, Chuck? This isn't something like, oh boy, we get to have a funeral for the 2022 Giants. But I think people need to face facts. They were right? an honorable bunch. They gave it their all. Just didn't have it this year. Didn't have it. Didn't have it. Since have May, sub-500 team. Mm-hmm. Every single month. And uh, we, we gave it all we could. Time investment. Money at the ballpark. The Polish sausages were great. But let me tell you what. This team's done. Oh, those garlic fries, huh? Oh, the, remember when Jock Peterson was cementing his status as an all-star? Remember that? Seems like a long time ago. But remember those golden days? Those days were great. But all I can think of right now is another loss to the last place Rockies. The brooms are out today at Coors Field. Yeah. The brooms and a, a lot of other things in the Mile High City, as you know. Um Tough time to be a Giants fan. Rest in peace, 2022 Giants. Oh, it's over. sure. It's over. Sure, they'll play out the rest of the season. Four days ago, I sat here, five days ago, when they were on the heater, and I'm like, I think they got the magic in them. I just, you know, I believe in Farhan and Kapler and this bunch. They can get the job done. I've seen enough. Get John Taffer in here. Shut it down. It's done. It's done. I mean, don't shut it down. Play and, and play, play your guts out. We're yeah. going to watch you still. Yeah. Um, because... It's better than watching the uh, Lions-Falcons preseason game. With that being said, I, as a realist, as an unbiased realist, it's over. Mm-hmm. What has happened to the Giants? How have they done since that five-game winning streak? Uh, they just haven't been that great all lost year. Lost four, right? I mean, They've they lost. looked good in April, yeah. looked fine in May. But since then, I mean, take away Carlos Rodon and Logan Webb and whenever the other three pitchers, whoever you may be getting that night, go out there. In addition to the bullpen, in addition to the cracks and holes in the lineup, there are who they they are who they are. Mm-hmm. They're a 500 mm-hmm. team, and right now they're playing sub 500 baseball because they're in a division with the Dodgers who've mauled them. But aside from that, yeah, they are who they are. 500. You, you lose two games to Arizona to complete that series in San Francisco. Then you go to Colorado. And two tough losses to the Rockies last night, four to three in ten innings, and the Giants now fifty nine and sixty one. So you know, if you if you squint, you can see that all right, six and a half out of the final wild card, plenty of time. Yeah, but here's the fact: Arizona now, um, they're closer to the Giants than the Giants are to the final wild card. The Cubs are almost as close to the Giants in the standings, and the Cubs aren't even trying. They're nearly as close to the Giants as the Giants are to that final wild card. Here's what I think really is going to stink, Charlie, about this. You look at these standings, and that third wild card, we'll see how it ends up, but it's eminently grabbable. And it looks like the Giants just don't have enough to get there. San Diego last night, I mean, they're scraping past the Nationals. 
They're really struggling. They got no Tatis, and their offense is falling apart, and they've lost that swagger. Um, and so they're very catchable. And the Giants do have still a handful of games left with them, but the Giants just don't have it. Last year, they had almost too much of it. Yeah, they don't have the it factor, no doubt about that. And you look at the schedule, three against the Braves, six more against the Dodgers, three more against the Brewers. Well, that's a chance to do something. Six more against the Padres. It's like if if you want to make a jump, you better start, you know, 18 out of the 40 games remaining or whatever against teams that are pretty good, that are probably making the playoffs. So good luck is all Mm -hmm. I have to say. We just played the funeral music. So if they do make the playoffs... Joke's on us, but I'm willing to sit here and put any amount of money, not that I have much, but whatever lump sum that I have, sure, I'll take it and put it on the Giants not making the playoffs. And and this is after I was high on their chances a few days ago. I thought that they... Was that you and Alan? Yeah. Yeah. Alan and myself. Mm -hmm. I I saw the plus 700, or it was even more than that, I think, or, or plus 900 odds, I think it was, for them to make the playoffs, just make the playoffs with... Trailing by four and a half games and the Tigers coming up and three against the Rockies and two more against the Diamondbacks. I was salivating. Mm -hmm. I was like, they got a shot. But um, that shot is no more. Now they need a shot, a Dr. Kevorkian shot. I think that's that's, (laughs) that's the type of shot they need right now for the good of everyone. That said, right now, a guy who's become a symbol once again of giant frustration and failure, the captain. Brandon Belt, who last night was moved down against a right-handed pitcher to the eighth spot. Gabe Kapler, what is that about? Here's Gabe Kapler with the explanation uh, for why Brandon Belt was moved down in the order. We'll get to it at some point here. We have it somewhere. Yeah, Brian and Cam are going to endeavor to bring that uh, to us. You guys let me know when we have that ready. Uh, Brandon Belt, of course, Charlie, as you know, Chuck, pardon me, Chuck. Didn't like to be called Charlie. Either he or. made that very clear to me. The, the, the teachers used to call me Charlie. Yeah. You know, Charlie wears the suit and tie. Chuck's gotcha. in here and I'm flip-flops. Sorry, yeah. On this um, as you know, Brandon Bell with the bunt. He laid down with two strikes against uh, Zach Gallen. A lot of people have been wondering, what is that about Brandon Bell? That seemed to be symbolic of what's going on. So last night, yeah, here we have it. Thank you, Cam. Thank you, Brian. Gabe Kaplan, why Brandon Bell was moved down to the eighth slot. In this particular case, I think it's just a, a nice opportunity to take a little pressure off. He's been hitting in the four, the two so much. I think it's going to be maybe a little bit less spotlight down there at the bottom. And sometimes it's nice to have a dangerous bat down there. We've had Yaz down there at times and Wade and Craw. Like a lot of our good left-handed hitters have hit down there in the bottom. So I wouldn't say that this is anything long-term. And Belt is a middle-of-the-order bat. Right now he's trying to find his way a little bit, and we're going to give him the opportunity to do so. So the actual words Gabe Kapler said were, hey, he's a good hitter. We'll hit him eighth. Maybe there's some upside there. But if you read between the lines, Chuck, what I hear Gabe Kapler saying is, we're done. We're finished. We're desperate. Us, we, need us, a, we need a spark. Yes. Put us out of our misery. Oh, my goodness. You know, another thing that's frustrating to watch the Giants right now against Arizona and Colorado, both those teams, and I know they're, you know, they're struggling. Arizona is what, 55 and 65, and the Rockies are 53 and 69. But both teams seem to have some good young players. And you watch the Giants, and I don't see a ton of good young players. No, and we've heard so long about the the farm system and how it's ready and Farhan stockpiled down there. And you look at I'm looking past the River Cats and AAA just because those are a lot of guys that are, you know, the guys that are ready. Right. A lot of them are older. The Jason Krasans of the world. You know, that's not really a prospect. They're not really prospects. They're more veterans who are there if you need it. But you go down to AA and look at how some of those prospects are hitting. Not good. You look at the team's records and their affiliation. I don't know if that matters. Like, quite 888-957-9570. Does it matter if your minor league team stink? Because the all these teams in the you know in the Giants organization they're not winning games. So if you're not if your minor leaguers aren't winning games now, when I called Southern League baseball, the best team in the Southern League was always the Montgomery Biscuits, Double mm-hmm. A affiliate of the Tampa Bay Rays. Who were some of the best players that you got? How to? do the Rays look? Yeah. They've been good, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Willie Adamas. Oh, okay. He was great down mm-hmm. there. Um, Blake Snell, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Evan Longoria. Down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he was a little before my time, but yeah. he had a rehab stint down there. So, 
yeah, they had some good guys, but they were winning games. And then they came up to the majors together and they started winning games. I don't know if it really matters, but what does matter is if you have a player that's got all these tools and he's highly touted, he, he's fourth in the prospect rankings. Chuck just threw up air quotes, by the way. But he's I, I threw up the uh, I, I threw up the Brian Windhorse. But why <laughs> the, the ones? Why would they do that if they? <laughs> Like if you're in Double A baseball and you have all this talent and you're hitting two thirteen and you're twenty three years of age, you may just not be that good. Yeah, they're really pushing now, Kyle Harrison. Like you think Juan yeah. Soto was hitting two ten in Double A and all of a sudden he went up to the big leagues and was cranking forty homers at twenty? No. See that that's a great point because so many people look at this and go, why don't they just bring up the young players? And no one would say this, but one of the reasons is... He's batting 210! Exactly. It would be worse. And if you have a guy who's not very good as a prospect and you bring him up to the major league level, um, any shot you have of ever having that player become a, a, a real player goes down the drain. But people want to tear it down, bring up the prospect. Well, there aren't any. Um, and that's part of the problem. You know, there's different ways you build a team, right? You draft players, you get free agents, uh, you sign minor league free agents. The draft International. Has, yeah. It's as simple as this for the Giants, and I truly believe this. Between Judge and Otani, you got to get one. You got to make a flash this offseason. If not, I, I don't know where this, this organization's I think, going. I think you're right, and I don't think they're going to. I'm not sure they will try. Like they, Otani would be brilliant mm -hmm. with him being able to play both ways. Keep Rodon somehow. Right. Rodon, Otani, Webb. You got Otani's bat in the lineup. You lose Brandon Belt, but Brandon Belt's got a 676 OPS right now. You're not missing him, what he brought to the table this year. Now, Brandon Belt's a curious case because you go through. Is it fair to say that Brandon Belt's been a disappointment? Is that fair? This year, I would say so. Overall, Throughout his career. I'll, overall, and I, I'm in the minority, I think Brandon Belt has been a really good player for the Giants. Yeah. And most people disagree with that. I think the things he's done well have not been recognized. But I overall, I think he's been a really good player. Right now, he's uh, you know looking very toasty. Yeah, but here's the deal with Belt. 2020, the shortened season, 1,000 oh. OPS. He was tearing the cover off the ball. Last year, a 975 mm -hmm, OPS. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm an OPS guy. That to me... OPS or OPS plus? Just OPS. Okay. Give me the OPS. All OPS right. doesn't lie. If okay. you have a 900 plus OPS, you're damn good. Damn good. Or you're playing after games in Colorado. But I agree with you. Yes, okay. which he was doing. Yeah. So, <laughs> a fifth of them at least. <laughs> but with that being said, incredible numbers last year. In 97 games, he had 29 homers. Like... Mm -hmm. Let's let's give him the uh, let's give let's give him the prorated amount and, and go up to one sixty two. No one plays one sixty two. Let's put and him at a never let's put him at one fifty. He hits forty homers I last know. year. I know, incredible season. Two seventy four mm -hmm. at the three seventy eight on base percentage. But that's what happened, Chuck. Last year, some of those veterans like Posey, who didn't play the year before, and then Crawford and Belt. I think your older guys really benefited from playing if they played at all, 60 games a year before. I think you're right about that. Yeah. And I think you got the best out of everyone. And in addition to that, Darren Ruff had a great season. Lamont Wade was late night Lamont mm -hmm. every other mm -hmm. night. Mm -hmm. uh, Donovan Solano, sneakily good player. Yeah. You know, like he's a good Donnie player. Barrels, he's not yeah. here anymore. Mm -hmm. um, shout out to Wilmer Flores. He's a good player. He's really solid. He's, he's a good player. Who's, who's the Giants' best player right now? Kevin Gosman. No, um, he's and, and great, not, not having a great year, though. Not counting pitchers. They should have kept Gosman, by the way. Yeah, they should have kept Gosman. Put the pitchers aside. Maybe a different story. Yeah. Who is the Giants' best player? <sighs> and I'll tell you why. i give you a second to, to think this over. Um, we talked in the last month? Joey Bart? Um, okay. You, any way you want to slice. You could slice it any way you want. Years ago, in, I used to um, you know, work in Sacramento, and the Kings had a guy named Danny Ainge, you know, Danny Ainge, and he went to the coach, and he said, Coach, I can tell you this is the problem with this team right now. And the coach said, well, I'd like to know. What is it? Danny Ainge said, the problem is I'm your best player. Uh, Danny Ainge was a really good player, but he's really smart, and he's still really smart now as a GM. He recognized that if I'm the best player, we're in trouble. And I think some of that applies to the Giants right now. Who's their best player? And yeah, you're right. Joey Bart, Joey Bart's something you can hang your hat on if he continues to play well. But if your best player is like Wilmer, really good player. But if your best player is Wilmer Flores, 
then you're the ace. Yeah. Then you're the ace. Right? Right? So that's what I was getting at. You know, the farm system hasn't produced, and Farhan is great at finding guys that other teams undervalue and bringing them in and having them be productive. But you can't build a whole roster that way. You have to augment that with young, talented players. Looks like Joey Bart's becoming one of those. And as we said, like the big-name free agents. So it's great to find those diamonds in the rough, but you can't build a winning roster out of just that. And I think people are getting pretty frustrated. I would have to think that there's going to be some pressure on Farhan and company to open up the pocketbook and pull out some Benjamins this offseason. I mean, no doubt about it. Yeah. The, the star power is there. you got to find a way to lure Shohei Otani to the Bay Area. That guy, I mean, even if the Giants aren't good, you got to show at the ballpark every single night. Uh, yeah. Shohei. The, yeah. The problem is for him, he's not a free agent yet, so you'd have to give up a lot to get him after you convinced him. Judge, that's why Judge makes in some ways more sense to me is because it's only money. Right. If for any reason he wants to come here and he's from Northern California and he's given indications that he likes the Giants and maybe he's just, you know, having some fun here and, and uh, building up his leverage. But if he wants to come here and you only have, you have to pay a ton of money, but that's all you'd have to give up. I don't know, though, if this front it's not the front office. It could be ownership doesn't want to spend that much money. That could be one of the hidden reasons behind all of this. And maybe we'll find that out sometime. It's not far and it could be ownership doesn't want to spend the money. We'll see. If you add Judge to the mix, though, all of a sudden, is this a 90-win team? You lose Belt, you add Judge. Let's say everyone else, for the most part, is back. Keeping Rodon, in in theory, then? Well, we'll keep Rodon. Yeah, okay. All of a sudden, you add in Judge. Does that fix all your problems? We've seen from time to time that just adding a superstar to the lineup, ask the Angels. Ask Tom Tolbert how... You know, mm-hmm. the Angels look with, uh, you know, the, the two best players in baseball. No, you're right. You're basically. right. Mm-hmm. So that, that doesn't necessarily make you a good team. Now, I think Farhan has showed over the years that finding the role players isn't his issue. Mm-hmm. Finding the the Wilmer Floreses, the Donovan Solanos. Right. The, Those guys the, that are undervalued. That, yeah, he can see. And I think maybe J.D. Davis is one of those guys. To maybe. Yeah, yeah. He, he's looked good. Tyro Estrada. I mean, they, they have some names that... I think are good baseball players, and we're not giving them much credit at all. They're an all right baseball team. They're not bad by any means. Um, but when you lose two straight to the Rockies, potentially three today, are you good? The good yeah, teams lose. Have the Dodgers been swept by the Rockies this year? If they have, let me know. I, I don't. Th- I, I can sit here pretty confidently for how much the Dodgers have probably played the Rockies. I can confidently sit here knowing nothing about the Dodgers' schedule and say they have not been swept by the Rockies. The incredible thing about the Dodgers is those ways that we were just talking about where you acquire players, draft players, and they're good. The Dodgers have done that. Sign free agents, uh, they've done that. Trade for players, they've done that. And then also find guys like Chris Taylor, when nobody wanted him and Max Muncy when they got him. So the Dodgers have done all And even of Trey that. Turner. Like, Trey Turner wasn't Trey Turner before he went to the Dodgers. I mean, he was. He was a really good player for Washington, but I think they've gotten every ounce out of him. Joey Gallo. He's got to leave, though. Trey Turner's not going to stay with the Dodgers. No, so I agree with that. Glimmer of hope. But, um, yeah, Dodgers have done it the right way. For as much disrespect as you want to show them, you got to at least take off the, the cap and give them a little tip because, you know, the the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp, mm-hmm. all, the, the Dodgers affiliates, man, they had some. <laughs> they had the Kershaws and all these guys of the world down there. They built the farm. They they did it the right way. The, the farmhands are up. They're all good. Yeah. And then they added in the talent. Every which way you can acquire talent, they've done it, and they've done it successfully Yeah, somehow. Yeah. By the way, did you see what happened to the Dodger field reporter? That was Milwaukee? amazing. David Varsay, yeah. I, I believe was his name. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, he was fired up to go down the Brewer slide. Bernie Brewer slide, yeah. The, the, master, the master Brewer after home runs, goes down that slide, you know, and it's actually a pretty decent sized slide. Yeah, yeah. And when you see how fast he's flying down there on his on his sack of potatoes or whatever you ride down on the, <laughs> you remember those carnivals back in the day, and they probably still have them. The slides where they you take like the potatoes race people. out though. Yeah, yeah but you yeah. get in the sack and there'd be yeah. like five slides yes. right next to each other. Yeah, absolutely. Scarier than that because you have the the topsy turvy curves that you're going down, and, and Varsay's flying down this thing because they said he just he's dying to do this and he's going to do it today. He's but he's yeah. been asking for years. Finally, does it goes down the slide 
and just drills this wall. The landing zone, I saw on Twitter, someone responded like, I actually am in the slide business and that landing zone doesn't, you know, it doesn't qualify. Really? For, yeah, it's, it's not regulated. It's not regulation size. I'm like, how do you get in the slide industry? Yeah. I, I don't, I'd get in the slide industry. That's, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. But yeah, drills his shoulder and Joe Davis and uh, I guess Nomar Garcia like Parra. Slide over on his arm? He sli he yeah, he slid over on it and it, like bent and it just yeah. looked really awkward. And you could tell like, all right, this guy probably hurt himself. Even though he wasn't going that fast, just the way you could tell it's almost like a joke. He's like, ah, you know, holy crap. Yes. Holy crap. Yes. Ah, that's what he's saying. And you could tell he's messing around. And then he just has this awkward ending. And his arm just like snaps. And all of a sudden they're like, so first of all, we want to report that he's okay, but let's welcome David onto the broadcast. And they welcome him onto the broadcast and he's wearing a sling. And he's yeah. like, hi guys. <laughs> Broke his wrist, Great. Yeah. right? Yeah. 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 It went into that wall. I assume the wall was padded. I don't know, but he slid, literally slid over his own wrist. And uh, you yeah. get workers comp for that? Or is it like, dude, you, you went down. The slide that only have some the options, huh? You have some legal options. It's a matter of whether you're going to exercise them or not. But I'm sure some people would be pretty nervous about that. Yeah. Depending on, on what too. he signed, too. Yeah. yeah. Depending on what waivers he signed. He might have been in there for like half an hour. You got to sign this. Got to sign this. Got to sign it. Okay. Good to go. Go get him. That'd be a great way to get workers comp. Just a broken wrist going down the slide getting national exposure for it. I mean, that's mm -hmm. the triple whammy. Yeah, yeah. Sign me up. Somebody on the text line here, Comcast Business text line. This is unconfirmed, but 574 says he actually went down the slide twice. First time he didn't get hurt. The second time he fractured his wrist. So I don't know. Maybe that's a TV thing. You know more about that than me, Chuck. Maybe he went down at one time and they didn't get the angles they wanted or something. Or it's like, hey, let's do it. No, he, he wasn't animated enough, probably. He yeah. went down it and they're like, that's not good TV. When yeah. you go down this time, Make a mockery of it yeah. and say, holy crap, yeah. holy crap. Okay, so, you got it. So you got he, it. So he goes down. Yeah, he's like, all right, I got this, guys. This is going to be hysterical. And he goes down. He's flailing his arms. Yeah. Then, <laughs> joke's on him. But, hey, yeah. workers comp, baby. So, as far as Gabe Kaplan and the Giants go. They're done. It, right? As far as they're being done. a contender this year. So, if I'm a Giants fan, what do I have to look forward to the rest of this year? Joey Bart's continued progress? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe we see... Well, probably not. I was going to say Kyle Harrison this year. I don't think we're going to see that. You look forward to one thing and one thing only. It's San Diego choking the playoffs away and San Francisco hopefully getting hot the last two weeks of the year. Their schedule lines up perfectly for right, a late... Wait, you just were... I saw you at the funeral. Now you're telling me there's a chance? You're telling me there's a chance? Yeah, we're, we're in the future where... You gave the eulogy! All right, well, their ghost could rise from the coffin and potentially... <laughs> here's the deal. I did give the eulogy there. But here's the deal. Their last... Let's get the schedule up so I'm not speaking out of turn here. But I believe their last like 12 games of the season are all Rockies... Diamondbacks. So if the Padres start choking Don't this they thing finish away, with the Padres, I think they actually wrap so, so up here's with the, the Padres. Deal. Here's the deal. Starting September 19th, they go Rockies, 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 Rockies. Four. They have three against the Diamondbacks. They have three more against the Rockies. They have three more against the Diamondbacks. That's 13 straight games against garbage baseball teams. These teams just kicked their ass. They did. They did. That's. I don't think the Giants are going to do it. But if there's one glimmer of hope, if there's anything you're hanging on to this season, it's. That when the calendar turns from September to October, you got 13 games there. You somehow go 10 and three over that stretch. The Padres start losing games. You Which creep up. Started. You creep up within two games, and then obviously the Brewers have to factor into this equation. But you creep up to two games, and then you have the Padres in San Diego. You need a sweep to get to the playoffs. At least you have meaningful baseball in October. But the chances of that super slim, and it would require them staying in the hunt, which is going to require them beating. The Brewers for two, the Dodgers for three, the Phillies for three, the Twins for three, Padres for three. They have a tough schedule coming. Yeah. Boy, I, I appreciate that, but I'm not sure I want you speaking to my funeral. Because you'd be like, hey, I don't know. He may be back. He may be back. Well, His hey, eyes are open. I, I wouldn't give up on him. <laughs> it didn't shut. Uh, by the way, on the text line, someone says that Dodger reporter also fractured a few ribs. I now did I, grab his ribs. Now I feel kind of bad that we're poking fun at him. Oh, you know, well. fractured rib. A yeah. wrist is one thing. Fractured ribs. Take uh, the money. Coming up next, if you're Albert, you got to come back. Right? You got to come back. That's next with Chuck and Whitey, 95.7 The Game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. 
That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now back to 95.7 The Game. Thanks for being with us on this Sunday. Kevin Michael, Whitey Gleason, and Chuck Walter. Question for you, Chuck, before we get any further. How are you balancing today? Did you say today is the 95.7 Fantasy Draft? Yes. Okay. How are you balancing that with the fact that I know you're going to be glued to House of the Dragon, the debut of the uh, Game of Thrones prequel, on HBO. How are you going to find time for all that? You're bringing up sore subjects. <laughs> so here's the deal, Whitey. Every year, and I've done it again, every year I join like four fantasy leagues. Hmm, okay. And every year there's always two drafts at the same time. Ah. Last year, my two drafts at the same time, I was hanging out at Mission Dolores. It yeah. was on a Saturday. So as you would imagine, I was very invested. <laughs> I was fired up that I got auto-drafted A.J. Brown. Actually, I think I had a pretty good year. Yeah. But it was auto-drafted... A few guys that by the end of the season, let's just say um, I'm out of the league now because I didn't complete the Sacco challenge. But tonight, the what Sacco? Mm -hmm. You'll know Sacco. What is is that an acronym or something? Or I don't know what Sacco stands for. But basically, those that are veterans of fantasy football know what Sacco is. For example, uh, I had a buddy in a league that. There were 10 teams in the league, the last place team, the team that had the worst record. That owner either had to do what the Sacco was or he was kicked out of the league the next year. So it's like a punishment? Basically. So he had to run a marathon. And Whoa. it went down to the final week. He or hadn't he's trained or anything. Out. Or he's kicked out. So he ran a marathon. Flat out went out there, and that was his Sacco. No training. Um, okay. I've heard of a Sacco where people put in the $50 for the buy-in or whatever, and then at the end of the season, they get together, and they decide where the last place person, they buy him a plane ticket, and they make him travel to there and document a day there. So someone had to go to like Fargo, North Dakota, and they're like, we want you to stop here. We want you to spend two hours here and just document the entire thing. And they basically just laugh while they watch his Snapchats and wow. that's where the $50 so went. So if you're going to say, I'm not doing that, isn't that like bad etiquette because it's part of yeah. the league that so, you sign up for and agree to these terms? So I'm kicked out of the league right now with all my college buddies, or at least they're threatening to kick me out as our drafts in a week. But I'm in four leagues, so I don't really care. But they want me to go to Waffle House, and this is a popular one. And if you have any good sackos, 888-957-9570. But they want me to go to Waffle House, and my time there starts at 24 hours. I get to deduct an hour with every waffle I eat. I'm not eating more than 10 waffles, Whitey. I mean, their waffles are decent size. That's a, that's a lot of carbohydrates. Uh, so that'd be 14 hours. So that's 14 hours yeah. to spend at a Waffle House. My wife would leave me. I mean, I'm, I'm, I was that off the like air last night at midnight. Yeah. I'm at the radio station today sure. at 9 a.m. Like, when does Kylan get time to hang out with me? If I said, Kylan, I'm, I'm spending this off day at a Waffle House. I'm going to eat 10 waffles and stay there for 14 hours. She'd probably leave me. That seems like a pretty extreme punishment or sacco, isn't it? I mean, why would they save something like that for you? I mean, 
is is a marathon not an extreme punishment? Like you, you blow out your knees with no training just to be in the fantasy well, football. I mean, league? if if you walk it, you still right. I mean, you run a little bit, and I'm tired. You still walk it. You're still technically in, and it doesn't take all day. That's the thing, as you said, the time commitment alone staggering. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of time and a lot of waffles, but. Waffles, I'm okay with. Yeah. As for as for how I'm going to manage it, a I will not be watching the House of Dragons. Sorry to the Targaryen dragon. Okay, Okay. excuse me. I did get to the season though when the uh, the dragon they had Khaleesi and they thought this is actually like the last episode I watched. They thought they had Khaleesi, the the weird guy that was all over the place, the shapeshifter, whatever he was, and then he gets lit on fire by the dragons. That's where oh, I stopped. The house, of the, the house of the Undead. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But uh, So I won't be watching tonight, however. They were I still little. Have, weren't the dragons little then? They were. The little baby dragons. They, they were. They get a lot they, bigger. They had a big bark. They, yeah. they had a lot of fire in them. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm in, I'm in two fantasy leagues that are drafting at the same time tonight, and that's tough. When you just hear, dun, 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 uh-huh. and then you're making your pick, and then you hear, dun, 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 and you're doing it oh, on your phone and the man. computer. That that's where you end up with like Jalen Hurts as your quarterback, and you're like, yeah. "Damn it!" What happened to the other auto draft? Draft. Okay, you said four leagues, two you're in, one. You, you... I'll be. I'll end up being in three okay. because one, they're not. They're serious about their sackos, and I'm serious that I'm not going to Waffle House. And I am a man of integrity, but I, I just don't have the time right now. Hmm. I don't have the time, or I don't have no the calories for that. Yeah, wouldn't they kick you out too? I mean, may, in a perfect world, you go there, you eat 24 waffles, and you're there for an hour, and then you die. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Huh. Uh, best Sacco, 15 minutes of stand-up comedy at Cobbs from the 408. I love that. Have you ever done that? I've done that. I haven't, but I yeah. actually would like to do some stand-up, mess yeah. around with it. So, for me, that would just be, like, initiative, you uh-huh. know, to actually go and do it. Yeah, I uh, I did I took a class and part of the class was you you go on stage and the first time I went on stage and they tell you okay start with your best material okay and then you got whatever is and I think we were only up there for five minutes and then you know the middle stuff is the weaker and then you want to finish with some strong stuff too so I start out and I'm, if if I really tried I could remember what it was but I start out and it really wasn't going over. And I thought, well, if this is not good, and the next stuff after that is, you know, that's worse. So I just skipped, and I was only up there for like three minutes. But then the next time I did it, it was, it's just so weird, you know, and you tell a joke, and then just that it takes sometimes, as you probably know, just from talking to your friends, sometimes there's that split second before people process it and laugh. But when you're on stage, that split second seems like it's like 12, it seems like 24 hours at the Waffle House. It's like, how come no one is laughing? And then, okay, they're laughing. There's just that little bit of a delay, which seems like an eternity. Yeah, and it's like anything. I mean, coming from a TV background, when I was doing TV in college, you know, if the tools were there or not, that's still to be decided, but I was horrible. Mm -hmm. You know, like when you first do it, it doesn't matter. I mean, let's put it this way. I think Bob Costas came out of the womb ready to broadcast. There there are a select few that probably, you know, just went out there and it's like, all right, this guy is polished from day one but 95 percent of people even on the radio reps are everything it's like in sports reps are everything and i imagine it's the same with comedy you know it's trial and error yes you go out there the first time and your knees have got to be quivering a bit um so that would be a tough one sack wow they're coming after you sack up come on bro just eat the pancakes it's waffles first of all four three five it's waffles (laughs) second of all when am I going to eat the waffles? When am I going to eat the waffles? I worked last night till midnight. I got home. I got five hours of sleep. I came in here to try and entertain wow. you on the radio with Whitey. I get off at one o'clock. I go back upstairs and do TV from three to midnight. When do I have time to eat the waffles? Here's the deal. Earlier today, we said that we might call the show, and who knows if we'll ever do the show again together. I hope so, but we said the show today would be the Brunch Bunch, and you were nice. You said, I'm okay with that. So we have the Brunch Bunch. Bring in the waffles. And, and we have a new slogan, <laughs> sack up and eat the waffles. The Brunch Bunch. <laughs> 408, you'll get diabetes. Don't do it. Yeah, that's Thank uh, you. Chuck, yeah. Chuck, you probably should eat the waffles. kind of like Joey Chestnut eats with the hot dog, just dumping it in the water, just... Throw it in your face. I dunk it in the syrup now. I, the, I dunk it in the syrup. The only time I was ever in any kind of eating contest, it was a radio thing, and I challenged this guy to this. We were doing some remote somewhere where they had breakfast. Like, all right, here we go. Who wants to challenge me to a waffle eating contest? And I, so it, it was hard because you know you, I got like halfway through the first one, and then I didn't have anything to drink. So it's it's a chore to eat twenty four. As much as I love waffles, 
I'm with you that it's a, really a chore. But, bro, you signed up for this. You got you got to do this. No, here's the deal. One, I have an excuse. I just told you. My fantasy draft took place on a Saturday when I was at Mission Dolores. I didn't even... I didn't even ask to be in the league. It's just all my college buddies, and they reinstate the league from the year before. So I was automatically in it, and they're hitting up the group me, which I have on silent because, again, I got things going on, and I wasn't you know, checking the fantasy football group me about when our draft was, and I must have had my notifications on because I'm not here, and I didn't get the draft. My entire draft took place while I was out drinking at a park. But implied consent. You participated in the league. If you had said, hey, there's a mix-up. I don't want any part of this. Fine. I but did. there's implied consent. You were in. You were From day one, I said, my tight end's Robert Tunyon. I'm out. I'm out. And they said, no, you're in the league. Give us the $30 uh. and you participate in the sacco. So here I am having to eat all these waffles. And it's, it's a load of garbage. How about this one? Best sacco. 24 hours using an iPad as a phone instead of an iPhone. That seems a lot more easy than the waffles yeah, and a lot less yeah, detrimental I mean, on your health. Hey, how about that. this one? One year of using the iPod Shuffle as your sole source of music instead of the iPhone. One year? How about a month where you just... What a terrible idea the iPod Shuffle was. Like, <laughs> Let's just put a bunch of songs... On this little yeah. device, yeah. and let's just not let you choose which song right. it is, you know? Yeah. So you're working yeah. out, you know, the, the song, Andre Pacelli's great, not when you're doing the bench press, and he's what? popping up. It's like you said. Will yeah. Ferrell singing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you said, when you do stand-up, you got to work through some things. Same thing when they're putting together the iPod shuffle. They got to work through but a few the things. The thing is, they, they had the, like, 160 gigabyte iPod that came out first that weighed like nine pounds that you could watch literal movies on. Uh -huh. And then they went from that to the shuffle. It wasn't like the shuffle was the first iPod that came out. It just, right. I don't know. Trial what, and error. I don't know what uh, what demographic they were trying to hit. Like, you know what people love when it comes to music? <laughs> Random. Not being able to select what music they listen to. Hey, that's what the radio used to be like from the, uh, what the radio still is like from the 650. I worked at a Waffle House in Mississippi. You can eat 14 waffles, do the 10-hour graveyard shift with the staff. Very entertaining 10 hours. I just want to say that it's just, it's heartwarming to see the way people are trying to figure out solutions for your problem and then to see the way that you are turning your back on not only your friends in this league, but these people. It's disgraceful. It's dirty, it's deceitful, it's disgusting, and it is disgraceful. Yeah. Well, I'm disgraceful. Yeah. Sorry about it. Oh, well, it happens. Yeah, sorry yeah. about it. All right. But uh, the bottom line is uh, House of Dragon is just not part of the equation any which way tonight for uh, The other one, the, the year before, that we had to kick another member of our group out. So basically, Sacco is, for us, it's stupid because we 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 established the Sacco, and then no one actually follows through with the Sacco. The year before, one of my buddies, Kev was supposed to, we were all going to set up a trip, college roommates trip, go wherever we had decided. Nashville was the place we had decided on. And uh, he was supposed to bartend for us the entire week. So while we had fun at the oh. house, he sat there in a bartender uniform a and week? whenever for the, or three days, yeah. you know, weekend okay. yeah, 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 or whatever. Yeah. And wow. I don't necessarily know if he chickened out, the trip just never happened. I mean, I live in California uh, and Nashville yeah. is not the easiest place to get to. But uh, uh, that's that's two years in a row, no sacco for the league. So, uh, anyways, fantasy football, ninety-five-seven, the game league. I'm coming for the win. Yeah. All right. Who who scares you the most on the staff that's in the league? Where you look at, say, man, that that person. I mean, probably and, Lucas. He he has an hour-long <laughs> show on the weekends where he strictly talks about fantasy. I haven't. Yeah. I think he's probably got like Matthew Barry's insider information. Pays yeah. five ninety-nine a month. Where do you think Matthew Barry gets it? He gets it from Lucas. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I, I don't scare many people because I just, I'm very biased. I'll, the year before, I'll see Doug Martin have a big year and I'll draft Doug Martin and he'll end up having nine carries. It's, I'm, yeah. I'm one of those guys to where I factor in the year before too much. And quite frankly, in fantasy football, the best player or one of the top three players in the league every single year is someone that gets drafted in like the third or fourth mm -hmm. round. So mm -hmm. it's it's a crapshoot. Yeah. Well, it's it's tough to know what's going to happen in the future. But I'm going to ask you anyway, looking ahead to next year, and it's uh, it's Whitey and Chuck, 95-7 the game. Looking ahead to next baseball season, which seems like an eternity from now, right? But Albert Pujols, 42 years old. We've all been assuming this is it for Albert Pujols. Is there a chance, Chuck, in your mind that we will see Albert Pujols next year? Because as you pointed out to me earlier off the air, Pujols last night, 
He's got now 692 homers, hit two more home runs last night off of uh, <clears throat> Arizona lefty Madison Bumgarner. So 692 now. Maybe he hits a couple more between now and the end of the year. Who knows? Maybe not. Just ask um, uh, Jock Peterson. Will we see Albert Pujols next next year? You had to knock a dog while he's dead. We already gave him a funeral. <laughs> just, you have to. I'm just point out is Jock Peterson come into this equation? Sometimes locally, I, I get it. Locally, long stretches without hitting home runs. Here's yeah. the deal. One, what if he hits the 700 this year? Eight to yeah. go? Is that possible? Uh, I think you're games? more likely to go and do your waffle sacco than he is to get to four, 700 this year. It's possible, but I, yeah, I don't... I don't. Clip that, just yeah. in case. Yeah. We'll make Whitey look like a fool the next time we do All a right. Sunday. That's if not he hard gets to there. do. Yeah. Anyways, it's Babe Ruth, it's Barry Bonds, it's Hank Aaron. The only three that have ever hit 700. An exclusive club. A-Rod was close. A-Rod was close. He had the 696, which makes no sense because he hit nine the year before, and 33 the year prior to that. Hit nine in 65 games. Yeah. So he's four away. It was Pro just so that shameful. down to 30. Yeah. He could have came for 30. Yeah. But yeah, I think at that point, people had been shaming him. Mm-hmm. It's probably best to get out of the league. Yeah. Take we will your 696. You not to tarnish 700 home runs any more than you already have. Yeah. 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 So I think that was the deal there. But Albert Pujols is doing it cleanly, we think. So who knows? That, so with Nothing that being said, him, who knows? Yeah. You, you have to go after 700. Even if it's... Even if it's just, you know, the Pirates are going to stink next year, so they'll shell out a, a month-long contract or a, a contract that's that has a clause in there that we cut you as soon as as soon as uh, or there's a, a release deal mm-hmm. right when you hit that 700th homer. Can you imagine if he hit it as a Pirate? <laughs> Best thing that happened to the Pirates in 20 years. Yeah. By the way, Pujols had four hits last night. He could have back. He could have had five hits. So he's he's due up in the ninth inning. You know, and it was 16 to 7, the Cardinals won. So here's Pujols, chance for five hits. They pinch hit for him. What? I'm so mad at the text line right now with this pansy talk of me not eating the waffles. I will eat the waffles. I mean, I have no issue. We had an Oreo eating contest in college. I ate 36, the entire box, in three and a half minutes. So I'm I'm not opposed to just destroying my body when it comes to to waffles or whatever it may be. It's just the time factor. Mm-hmm. Someone said sack up, eat 14 waffles, and stay there for 10 hours. I'm kind of with what? them. but I, <laughs> 14 hours, 10 waffles. Like yeah. that, that sounds like an awful day. And then you know what? Maybe you don't have as much time, but you do have something. You have your self-respect and you have your honor back. Doesn't that count for anything in this world anymore? Chuck, does a Waffle House have Wi-Fi to it or free anything? Well, I I just go over my data every month anyway, so it doesn't matter. If they have free Wi-Fi, turn on their TV or, you know, turn on your laptop and check some Netflix out. Maybe check out the House of Dragons. Okay. I, I would still be required to eat 14 waffles. Like, their waffles are good size. Two your, waffles, you're stuck. Your wife someone can come someone with you. casually is just like, oh, 14 waffles, add chocolate chips, get stoned, you'll be good. It's like... No. And you well, my wife, what will my wife do? Bring her with you. We're going to go to the Waffle Hut. We're going to go to the Waffle House. Day. Here's a good story. Waffle House, Here's a good story from back in the day. My mother, I, I told you earlier, I got the ties to West Virginia. My mom was born in Huntington, born and raised. OJ Mayo, Patrick Patterson, Randy Moss, Chad Pennington, shout out Marshall. Anyways, back in, uh, I was a sophomore in high school, not a scholar whatsoever. Uh, people that have listened to the show for a little bit know this. If, See, uh, I'm, I'm shocked by that. If you t- if you took the ACT, your score was better than mine. Let's put it that way, or the SAT, whatever it was. It wasn't great. I was a, I was the class clown. Nah, you're being modest. It was the class clown. Had a good time though. Anyways, my mom says, "Grab the homework. We're going up to my second cousin Patty's funeral. You're going to bring your homework. You're going to study for this test that you have upcoming, and we're going to make a day out of it." We're about 15 minutes away from the funeral home. Your mom, mom says, we're going to a funeral. We're going to make a day of it? Okay. <laughs> she probably didn't say that. I'm, All right. I'm ad-libbing okay. the story. Okay. All right. Anyways, I'm sorry. on the fly. Yeah. Anyways, 15 minutes beforehand, she says, why don't you get out where the red fern grows or whatever the hell we were reading? And 1984, that was a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guy Montag and Fahrenheit 451. Pull out the book, start reading, get your assignment done. I said, I forgot it. <laughs> so she drops me off at a Shoney's, hands me 30 bucks, which back then in the Midwest was a, oh, a ton yeah. of money. Yeah. Drops me off the Shoney's, hands me $30, and says, I'll see you when I see you. I was there for six hours. I ate lunch there. I ate dinner there. 
The waiter came around about four times and was like, you done? I'm like, I'm actually going to stay for dinner. <laughs> True story. I sat there for six hours, You've ate two meals. This. So there, I've done, done this. It. But I didn't, I ate like two bowls of cottage cheese from the from the salad bar, not 14 waffles. What did I miss that you, your mom dropped you off at the restaurant because you forgot your homework? She was just, she didn't was, want to see my face. Okay, and She was, was like, get right. out of here. This is All a right. Shoney's. Okay. Get out. Go take yeah. your picture with the Shoney's bear. Because I mean, well played by you, right? I'm not going to do my homework. I'm well played have, by me. I yeah. had a Blackberry, so I was BBM and the uh, I was scouting. Yeah, that way. Chuck, they don't all have to be chocolate waffles. You can get some blueberry, get some strawberry, maybe get some salmon oh, waffles. Variety. That's gonna. Uh, it doesn't get the job done. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter what flavors the waffles are. It's still 14 waffles. It's easier said than done. Text line's got a lot more bark than they do bite. Let's go see them eat 14 waffles. They did not They did not agree to participate in this kind of... Uh, I didn't agree. Know. I didn't well, agree. Then, the, yeah. chat, the chat was muted. This is... You silencing the chat basically stated that you agree. I'm yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo. Implied consent. That's basically yeah. what, what I said from, there. I ghosted my entire group. Yeah. Uh, from, as I said, can you invite your wife with you? Hello. I know. Great idea. Chance is Joey Chestnut on line one for you. And don't forget about Sadaharu O, who also has, I don't know what he ended up with, but he also has 700 home runs. Not at the major league level, but there you go. Uh, best of luck to you and your Sacco Challenge. Yeah, Al like, Albert Pujols, so he's got to get the 700. It's a big deal. Mm -hmm. uh, Barry Bonds... I, I think he would have gotten close regardless, but let's get real. It's tainted. Uh, Babe Ruth, that was a long time ago. It facing, was. facing a lot of different pitchers, you know? It was. And, and no African-Americans. Yeah. So, you know, there's an asterisk there as well. That, that would make a yeah. difference. Yeah. And then Henry Aaron, obviously Hank Aaron, that's the, the closest thing we've seen to, you know, modern day, mm -hmm. real record-breaking stuff. But in this era, I mean, Griffey got close. Sosa got close, asterisk. Yeah. These guys got close, but no one's hit that 700 mark. And the fact that Albert Pujols has fallen off like he has since he left the Cardinals, he was good with the Angels for a few years. But if you look at his OPS that was 1,200 every single year Chuck's from, a big OPS from age 20 to 30, that's been stated, OPS statesman. From 20 to 30, <laughs> OPS was over 1,000 every year. He's hitting 40-plus bombs every single season. Since then... He's been okay. And the fact that he's this close to 700, just go and get it. Yeah. Just get it. Even if it's playing with the uh, the Orioles, whoever it may be, that just want a sideshow because they know they're going to stink, although the Orioles aren't bad. But let's say the Pirates. It's like, all right, we got O'Neill Cruz. We'll, we'll have Albert Pujols chasing 700 homers this year. We'll get fans at PNC Park. What Beautiful about your Reds? Park. You're a Cincy guy, right? So you're probably a huge Reds fan. Uh, And that... Band box. I'm kind of out on the Reds, to be honest with you. I am from Cincy. Yeah. Um, but Pujols goes there. He they, get they a 25 just, next they year. They suck so bad that I'm just, I'm over it. Yeah. Four more home runs for Pujols would tie A-Rod for number four all time. To me, if you pass him this year, if he could hit five this year, and that's still asking a lot, and he could pass A-Rod and end up number four all alone, I think that would be It's like, like Mr. Yeah, 3000, done. right? He I comes know. back to, to get the hits with Pujols. Mm -hmm. you, you can't retire and come back and get it. There's only a select few that have gotten the 700. In this millennium, Yep, there's Bonds, and there's the asterisk next to Bonds. Mm -hmm. So if you want to be the first, just no doubter to get it done and get the 700 homers, come back for like 20 games next year. By the way, someone I'm, will have you. I, Reds I, will have you. I understand your point, and I mean nothing against Albert Pujols. I have no way of knowing, but I'm not assuming anybody in the history of baseball. Well, I mean, going back to like 1974, from the, I'm not assuming anybody was clean, and I'm not saying they were dirty or used steroids. But I'm just not. I'm, I, you know, oh, so and so did a clean, maybe. I mean, hopefully, but I, I just don't know. I mean, about anybody, I just think it was way more widespread than we know. I think there are many, many Hall of Famers who are juicing that we have no idea. But that's okay. Let me ask you this. Aaron Judge, we just got about a minute left here. Aaron Judge with 46 this year. The American League record for home runs in a season, legitimate American League record, is still 61. So how excited would you be excited about that? We know the National League record is, what, 73, but you got McGuire and you got, you got Bonds and you got steroids. Aaron Judge could beat the American League record for home runs, 61 this year. Is that like, how exciting would that be? Be exciting, but I thought it was a guarantee probably three weeks ago. I think he's hit like two homers in the last month. Yankees are 
unraveling, man. Yeah. Tough times in New York. Mm -hmm. Mets are mm -hmm. so hot. Yankees yeah. are ice cold. But I think it's a cool storyline to watch out for. But even better, Pujo, 700. Let's let's get it. This year or next? No. If he, he's done, you're done after this year, Albert. Good luck. He's this already had the year. farewell tour. It's like, yeah, yeah. If you're uh, if you're Coach K and you lose your last game ever to North Carolina, and then you lose in the ACC tournament and don't win it, mm -hmm. and then you lose to North Carolina again in the yeah, Final Four, yeah. like the worst way he could have ever gone out. Yeah, you can't be like, hey, John Shire, you're a nice kid and all, but I, I got to be Carolina one more time. I'm coming back, but this is a different story. Pujos can come back for a month. Why uh, not? Yeah, I'm with you. I understand where you're coming from. That is, but I, to me, uh, it's been a great ending this year. We don't need to go through it again next year. So, Albert, this is it. Last chance. Uh, we'll see where we end up. Up next, when thousands camp overnight to watch a Pro-Am basketball game, that is a story. And we've got that story for you next. It's Chuck Walter, Whitey Gleason, 95.7, The Game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.